Hey, it's Sammy Joe hanging out, and uh, I have great news for you guys. Now, not only can you listen to us on iTunes and Stitcher, but we're also on Google Play Music. So now that means you have no reason not to listen to us on three separate occasions on all different apps. I mean, I'm really just making your life here. Anyways, Google Play Music, go check us out. You can also find us on iTunes. Leave us a review because we need more than one. And, of course, Stitcher as well. You can also catch us at cltcomedyzone.com slash podcast. Do it. Tell your friends. From the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North Carolina, this is the Comedy Zone Podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast and email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Now, your hosts, Will Jacobs and Sammy Joe Francis. Hey, y'all. Hey. Y'all know what's up. Y'all know what time it is. You know what time it is. It's Comedy Zone Podcast. Let me just explain what Will's wearing today. Will looks like he should be on a cruise ship with a cigar. <laughs> like legit. Like he looks like he should be in maybe Cuba. Chilling with Somebody a cigar. needs to be playing steel drums somewhere. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, with your mustache going on. Yeah, I got a new look. I got right. a new look. I just shot a comedy film, a little comedy sketch I'm working He's on. He's a new man. So I got the mustache look. Uh-huh. Yeah. I got I mean it looks I, you look good today. Thank but you. I definitely was like, where is his cigar at? Like, <laughs> yeah, I've been getting Where's a lot the of a lot of, <laughs> lot of with right. a tobacco yeah. leaf. Yeah, yes. I liked it because you got if you're gonna rock the mustache, you gotta be in decent enough shape as a black male because you want the Denzel. You don't want to look like the Cleveland Show. You don't want to be the Cleveland Show. Right. Carl Winslow, Black Mario. <laughs> yes. You don't want to be that. Black so, Mario. So you got <laughs> Blario. You don't want to be. Yes. Blario. No, you don't want that. Yeah. So I, I'm 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 just at that thing where I can pull it off pretty good. I, I can pull it off pretty. So good. is this more of a Black Luigi? This <laughs> this. This is a, a mix between Denzel and a little bit of Luigi because okay. it's not trimmed. All right. Once it's trimmed, it'll be full Denzel. Right. Okay. It's a little it early Eddie sense. Murphy in there as well too. Little early Eddie yeah. Murphy. I like yeah. that. I yeah. like a little a little early Eddie Murphy too. Listen, we've got some serious things to discuss. We short man. I'll let you go first. Okay. Well, yeah, mine you. is more because I got up this morning. I walked my dogs. Ran out of the house. Got here with some coffee, and then you know, as I'm sitting here, my my tummy's starting to grow. Do you think we should have any snacks? Maybe some smoked meat? Ooh. That's... dun 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 As a matter of fact. Okay. He just pulled out a lunchbox. I don't I just, know what's in it. I I'm just pulled excited. out the, my smoked meat. You just meat. pulled out your box? <laughs> All right. Brian so, made some meat in his... What is it? Korean... Uh, no, 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 no. Chinese this was box. in the actual the new smoker. offset smoker. Yeah, this was. But the, the other one's the Chinese box, I thought. Correct. Yeah. Yes, that's the other one. All right. Oh, look at yeah. this. He bagged it up like some weed. Let <laughs> <laughs> me roll this but up. This is, yeah, I took the. <laughs> don't I, walk outside with this showing. Okay. Don't, they will get right. you for this. I took the, uh, the, the new to me offset smoker out for its maiden voyage last Are we week. gonna do a taste test at the same time? Mm, boy, that like? smells it, good. It, it came up. I, yeah, you if w- I say so much. Should we do a taste test? Yeah, yeah. Let's we'll do, do it. We'll yeah, do it keep in mind okay, so what cold. is this meat? Is this dog? Uh, <laughs> it is a kitten. Okay. Okay. Uh, it is uh, pulled pork shoulder. Ooh. Pork butt. Okay. If, if you will, the Boston I butt. I love the butt. 
It is. I can tell you, it was marinated overnight, injected with a fifty-fifty uh, mix of uh, apple cider vinegar and apple juice. Oh. Mm. Rub this is gonna be amazing. with a Memphis-style barbecue rub, and smoked okay. with loving care for eight hours on Sunday with uh, uh, applewood. Would you like to cheers our meat? Yeah, let's let's do a toast. Bride, can you get a picture of our meat toast? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna toast to the meat. Sorry, wait, what? No, this it smells really good. It does smell good. Yeah. I'm trying to hold off. Okay. Here Listen, we go. when I got stuck in the group message, I was like, I better get some meat action. <laughs> Three, two, cheers. One. Got it. Got it. Okay. Here we go. All right, here we now go. Let's let's do the damn thing. All right. <laughs> damn, good. Bro. Oh, let me yeah. just say Much about respect. like meat and barbecue. I normally don't eat it cold. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that doesn't even phase me. Oh, yeah. Keeping so in mind it's cold. Yeah. It, it, uh, it's mm. better. It's it's so tender. Better warm. And if you if you have it's a... Better uh, warm. If you have a uh, sweet, a Swedish, uh, Swedish, sweet-ish uh, barbecue sauce, you may want to consider putting that on it. But No, you don't even need sauce. Yeah. Honestly. It, it, it's, I was really, really happy with the way it came out. And, and the pit... Me too. I, I'm really happy with the way it came out. <laughs> I know we're totally... I mean, this is... This Sorry. is real Bro, inside baseball, but uh, we it was it was a straight eight eight hour cook. Put it in at ten, took it off at six, um, and the pit. You know, I mean, it's kind of you know, it's all about how the pit you know holds its temperature and how much you have to babysit the, the heat and everything else. I'm gonna nod and smile like I know about yeah. this process because I know you do, but I don't. I just know it creates delicious food. <laughs> hey, that's what you know. And right? I, I that's all wanna, you need to know, right? right. Really, I'm gonna go home like, yeah. and Daniel's gonna be like, "What's that?" I'll be like, "Nothing." Nothing. <laughs> Save with my dogs. It uh, it only dropped below 250 once, and even that, I caught it at 240, so I was able to get it right back up to. It it, it just the I'm happier than a than a pig and slime. I saw uh, Kristen was over there. So when she posted a photo of it, I was like, we better have some damn meat Mm. at our podcast. Yeah, we, we, I mean, we are going to have a uh, Comedy Zone podcast cookout. We're going to do it in the next few weeks. Are people going to be invited besides us? Okay. No, I think just us. Screw everybody. I'm cool with that. We, we'll do, yeah. Dion Cole, we bring him. We'll right. bring him. Yeah. yeah we'll bring yeah, him. That's fine. Should have had him we judge it. Should have him judge Here, can you try my yes. bag of pork? Listen, I'm not sharing mine, so. <laughs> i tell you the thing I loved about it, too, was when, because Brian sent us a text message with a video of him preparing the meat. And y'all weren't handsy with Preparing it. Preparing That's what meat. I like. No, 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 no. You no, weren't no. handsy with it. I don't like when people be no. sucking their fingers and digging their hands no, 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 into no. the food. People yeah, do that gross. sometimes. Because they used to cooking for their own families. Right. right. So because they have kids or whatever, they do that. And I'm right. like, no, I'm not your child. Don't, yeah. don't right. touch my food I don't like want that. your saliva mixed in my meat. Right. I don't roll yeah. like that. Well, no. And uh, um, in a previous career, my wife was a food safety specialist. So, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. So I have to follow all the rules, and and especially you know when you're so really with raw he used to be the way he would suck his fingers, but yeah, not with tear around. She's like, uh, uh-uh. yeah. yeah, you can't do. it. Ain't gonna happen. <laughs> Are you gonna pork? In the not microphone? gonna be able to Sorry, do. There's, there's gonna be pork here after we're done. <laughs> hey, Just toasting my me. microphone. This 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 here make a Muslim man turn. <laughs> <laughs> like I just can't do it no more. I got to have them smoke pork. Well, thanks. I I am your your you know opinion. Both of your opinions matter, and so it, it was probably is more it. so than mine because I'm not a griller. Mm. But this is amazing. Thanks. I hey. just put good meat in my mouth, and I know it. Boy, they need to send this to some of them terrorist groups and flip the <laughs> script. <laughs> 
Maybe that's what they should fill the bombs with. Boy, they're going to be sleep. Right. One way. You're going right. to be sleep. Maybe, maybe. It'll be barbecued by the time he gets there. So good job, Brian. We're proud of you. Now, Thanks. Sam, it, it was something else too, right? Was that, did you have more? I did. I know you're just saying that so you can eat the rest of your meat. And so I can't, you motherfucker. Okay. I'm on to you. Um, Let me enjoy my meat. Okay. No, what I was going to say is I was walking to lunch the other day and I saw a bumper sticker that was like, vote for Bernie. And I started thinking to myself, like, time sensitive bumper stickers are always a fucking bad idea. You could be the most passionate person about that, but they're freaking terrible because they don't come off easily. It, it, then it's like the halfway off sticker where you have to like scrape the paper off. Like I have an honor roll kid at blah, 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 elementary. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, your kid's 18 now. Yeah. yeah you want to remove yeah. that bumper sticker? Right. Right. Yeah. That can be, that can be bad. Especially I didn't know when you first said that, how difficult they were to remove. Oh, I thought yeah. they just come right off. No, 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 no. no. no, no. Third, yeah. Oh, that's bad. Oh yeah. It's really bad. And that's why I don't put bumper stickers on my car. Do you have stickers on your car? No, nah, I don't have any. See, Only like, one I would have is the Eagles, because okay. I'm never going to change that. Right. But that's it. I've right. Had that. Well, I don't know. After this draft pick, you <laughs> you were a little upset. It's true. I, I, I did consider right. it. Right. You're like, should, wait, should I scrape this Eagle shit off my car? Right they now? tested my loyalty. Let's right. say that. They tested my, my loyalty. But here you are. Here I am. I am. So... Yeah, so y'all need to consider that when you get these candidates, because I'm still seeing some Bush Cheney's, yeah, a few yeah, Howard right. Taft stickers. I'm, listen, yeah. it's okay if your candidate Tippy canoe and Tyler too. If your candidate wins, more power to you. You get four or potentially eight years mm-hmm. to rock that sticker because you made the right decision. Right. Like the Obama stickers, I'm like, yeah, good for you. You made the right decision. Yeah, right. But then after he's like, are you just gonna put I miss above the sticker? Right after, after it's over, you need right. to sit down. Right. Aren't they aren't they all kind of time sensitive though? I mean like after a while like don't you kind of like, you know, even even those like the the uh, coexist bumper stickers. You see those well, and those you kind of roll your eyes now, don't you? I guess, but sometimes those are um like I feel like those are more timeless because you're always if you're you have an open mind, that's not going to change. No, but everything has a what has if you a go around of, of Right. A relevant yeah, relevance or, or yeah, effectiveness, yeah. maybe. You know, at first when the coexist. So I'm going to get you a bunch first. of Trump stickers and you can put it over the coexist stickers. Nice. Really <laughs> Trump them. That would, yeah. Yeah. Ah, you're welcome. I see what you did. So, yeah. So take note, y'all. Take yeah, note. Take note. Don't ruin your freaking car. Okay. Now, I want to talk about last week's podcast because well, y'all still, covered a lot. You did. Yeah. It was a lot last week. It, it was a lot last week. Uh, we had a, a many. Music intervention with yeah. Brian. Uh, Brian was very disappointed. Let me tell you, Bob came in to Mort's this week, and he was <laughs> like, I have a song. And I was like, is it from this decade? And he's like, yeah, it's relevant. And I was like, all right. <laughs> so I forgot to ask what it is, so I'll have to ask him. But <laughs> And I wanted to. Because, I knew you would have my back on this. Oh, I'm I've got your back. Right. I've got your back. I heard the slow clap from like outside <laughs> of the podcast when I said it. Here's here's the thing, okay, Poor Brian. I love you. I know because I, 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 I didn't get to give my thoughts last week. Um, here's the thing: you have to because I because I know you played Panda and Brian's like, oh, right, right. But that was your hype song. Or do you, yeah, do yeah, you I, still use, use, that? I use that sometimes. Okay, yeah. See, the, th- the I think I think what Brian does, 
that a lot of people do is because they don't necessarily understand something or like it or like it. Right. Right. Or they don't like it because they don't understand it. Right. They devalue it. Well, let's be fair. Nobody can understand the lyrics in Panda. And that's <laughs> yeah, right. But that's but that's I not, know what you're saying. Right. But that's not what the, the catch that's not what panda's about right panda's about that beat it's the hype and yep. because brian's not a bass rhythm guy right it's not his flow yes just as long as it's electric guitar right right see so the, <laughs> so i think the mistake that people make in americans do this a lot too is because it's not something i rock with it doesn't have any redeeming quality i think that's people in general if i'm not comfortable with it i'm like i don't mm. now see i'm not like that i, like, I know like, you're not like that but i think a lot of people and that's a mistake, and I'll tell you why. Because because you, you are have living to, your life wrong, right? I, and I'll tell you, it's it's a oh, mistake because I think that you have to open yourself up to different cultures and experiences in more ways than you're comfortable with, right? Like yeah. so, particularly if in like with Brian's situation where you're working with younger people, comedians of yeah, different yeah. demographics, sure. yeah, it can't be. Well, this is the music I like. Everybody should like this, or nobody should have an issue with it because. If you'd have played NWA for one of them white comedians, they'd have looked at you like, why'd you play that? Right, right. So when you're playing Steely Dan or but, whoever you are for his, young black comedians, that's going to happen. Wait, he was questioning like, is it weird if I play NWA for a black comedian? First of all, if you have or to- Or are you thinking too much? Well, that, partly that, but also you don't have to operate at those extremes. We don't have to go all the way to no, no, NWA. No, I know. Like, what about Drake? Right. You know what I mean? Like, there's but, a happy medium no, that between is definitely fuck the, the police- medium. That's definitely the medium. <laughs> and, and Drake. And like, you know one I mean? dance. Right. So so there's, there's but Panda's like been the number one song in the country. It's right. that for a reason. Yeah. Right. Now see me and Sammy bopping, we having a good time. Brian's like, what is that? Right? But just because Brian is like, what is that? Doesn't mean it's not a good song. It, just, it is right. a good song, yeah. It just means that's not Brian's flow. Right. So I think you just have to work to open yourself up to things that aren't necessarily in your wheelhouse. Yeah. Be more bisexual. Bi-musical right. sexual. <laughs> Musically bisexual. But I think, though, I think Sammy Joe's point is if I play a, let's say, an, an urban artist for an African-American comic, mm -hmm. and then I play Steely Dan, not that I would play Steely Dan because there aren't you know, a whole lot of Steely Dan songs that, that lend themselves to that. I don't even but know anyway. who the fuck that is, so that's... Exactly. Okay. So uh, b b am, I, am I a horrible person? No. If I do that. That's why I think, yeah. like, it's, that's why he was saying NWA is probably, like, one extreme. Yeah. But, like, Drake is so uh, mainstream, I would say, that he's more poppy than he is considered urban. Like, I don't consider him a hardcore hip-hop, you know? Like, there are some, I feel like there are some artists who can really just, you could play it for a white guy, a black guy, an Asian guy, just because they're mainstream songs. And at the end of the day, the crowd's going to like a Drake song because they've heard it so much on the radio. Or they hear Panda and they're going to like that. Mm -hmm. Right. And if, if the artist doesn't like it coming up to the stage, yeah. they can make fun of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's fine because the rest of the crowd liked it. It's almost like when I was with Craig Shoemaker on that run I did with him. Yeah. We came back from wherever we were coming from, and like for the last hour and a half, we listened to Bruce Springsteen. Now, I'm not a Springsteen guy. Me neither. But I know that most of the middle-aged white men I know swear by Bruce Springsteen. So it's like it may not be my flow, but I want to understand it. 
Right. Like, so we talked about, here's what the lyrics meant. This was coming off of Vietnam. This was this. this. Right. So yeah. I had a broader right. understanding of right. it. And I feel like then sometimes just, I don't like this. Brian doesn't try to understand. Right. So it's like, it's, he just walls it off. It's not my thing. It's trash. I'm done. Well, and at the same time, you can't if, do that if he's things. not listening to the radio, because I know when I'm driving, I'm going to listen to songs I like. So I'm not going to explore new music when I'm driving. Right. I mean, I might right. if I'm on a long road trip. But if I'm right. just driving around town, I have it on my station. And I think a lot of the times he just doesn't know the new songs that are out. Right. You know? Yeah. Admittedly, I do not listen to the radio. I do but, not. Okay. I, well, I cannot get behind new music. I can't. I don't see it. And granted. I, it just sounds like you're closed off when you say it like that, though. Yeah. Like, I can't get behind it. <laughs> no, it doesn't sound like I'm right. closed off. I am, in that respect, as far as, like, new music goes, I am closed off. You are I don't, I, not a pro- I just don't, it just doesn't do anything for me. Right, but that's, and that's fair to say, but what you'll do sometimes is go, it's trash. Ugh, it's bad. It's, it, you could be like, ugh, that's not my thing. But to say that it's trash is to say that it doesn't have any redemptive qualities, and that's not fair. Let me tell you because one that, thing. Because that's something... It's just that is more you being limited than a problem with the music. Yeah, I would agree yeah. with that. I think it is. I really wish we had a camera in here because I absolutely love the way Will talks with his hands because I talk with my hands. I'm so it, absolutely like the hands. He was doing like stop and go motions just now and nobody could see it I'm except so for me. Fancy. And it was fantastic. Right. I mean, you made your point, but the hands really... Right. And I, and I think it's something we all do sometimes in respect to things, uh, whether it be music, <laughs> literature, whatever it is. But I always work to understand, even if like when my younger brothers and sisters come in with stuff, I'm like, right. what is this? Yeah. But then I'm like, OK, well, what's the catch? What's right. So it's like, OK, I get it, but it's not my thing. Right. So it's like when you're a performer as a comedian, first of all, you come up in front of a room full of strangers and try to make them laugh. Right. Hard as shit. To start with. Yeah. So absolutely. as an artist, there's a certain mental space you want to be in. And if the music ain't right. Oh, that can throw you. It off. hurts. To, it's hard to to do that. So it's not just like I can throw music out there. What other songs do you um, have as your intros? Like I know Panda is one of them because it's a I've hype used song. Panda, I've used Pharrell Happy. Okay. Um, I've used Panda, Pharrell Happy. I feel I used, like this uh, outfit totally goes with that song. Yeah. Happy. I've used uh, Zero to 100, Drake. Yeah. Just those nice beats. They, yeah. And sometimes it's for the audience. Like, like I know the, it'll get the saying. audience moving and then you might be, out, be able to come out there and have a little fun with right. it and connect right. with them before you say a word. Yeah. So sometimes the music can work for you. Right. So I think all those things are at play. But when you play something in the audience is like, OK, then right. the energy is different. Mm-hmm. So some comedians. That's why I think like mainstream like pop songs like zero to 100 isn't hardcore, but it's so known mm-hmm. and it's poppy. That people immediately are like, all right. And I've seen sometimes when the comedians come out and the song's playing, they like the song, they'll dance and everybody cheers. You know what I mean? So it gives you the opportunity to play it out like that. Right. And it's almost, uh, you know, it's, I think a lot of times people You really did have a lot to say, but I'm glad that you brought this up. Yeah. I'm serious. I I think, and I think sometimes, and this is not towards Brian now, but I think sometimes we do this with items from black culture. Like we take them and we go, like, uh, the conversation you'll hear later, yeah. uh, you know, I'm going to ask some questions that are geared towards that that thing. But it's like 
like for example, hip hop geared right? towards that. Um, Th- this notion that because it's something I don't that, know it, so I don't right. like it. Yeah, I th- don't want to even know. Right, it. like like I'm the standard. I right. wrote the book on what's good. Right. So if it's not what I like, it's not good. It's right. low brow. Feel like it's, you're doing the robot right now. Yeah, it's 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 <laughs> one of those things where it's like like I think back to like albums like Nas, yeah. Illmatic, yeah, Biggie. Yeah, yeah. Like these to for my money, these are some of the greatest. Do you know any Nas songs? No. no, right. Oh my God, we used to listen no. to one mic every freaking right. day on the way now, to now, now, see, for my money, Nas is one of the greatest poets this country's ever produced. I agree. But I agree. if all you do is throw hip hop in the trash, then you'll never know it. You'll ne- you wall yourself off from something right. different. And I'm big on lyrics, so I yes. think that's why I right. enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, which I don't. I mean, there have been some hip hop songs that that have listen i know you're a huge kanye broken fan. through that right, okay. kanye in particular i made that bitch fame <laughs> <laughs> no but but it's not just and i uh, keep in mind though too that when i was when i was in school it was i mean hip-hop was 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 just breaking out so it was it was it was um it, it wasn't it was new it was brand new right and it was at that time, late seventies, early eighties. You either went disco, or you went punk, or you went kind of new wave slash whatever's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went more in the punk direction than in the in the in the in the discos. Can you see Brian in some the... Saturday Night Fever? <laughs> now, what year was this? What year were we talking about? Well, if ta- I mean, you know, late seventies certainly, because if you're talking about, you know, like seventy uh, eight. Ish. 70, yeah. I mean, if you're talking about you know, Talking Heads, Sex Pistols, Social Distortion, that kind of stuff, late 70s, early 80s. Now, yeah. And you said the directions were? Punk, disco, or new wave. Punk, yeah, or like pop. I mean, like, you know, Michael Jackson. Punk, was, disco, was or pop. His, yeah. Now, mind you, at the same time, this is one of the golden ages of R&B soul. See, but that didn't get mentioned in that. You see what I'm saying? That's, that's, because that's, it didn't. No, listen. It, it, the community that I grew up in and right. the high school I went to, we had three African American students. Right. No, that's what he's saying. He's saying that's yeah, why it's not. It wasn't. Another it didn't option permeate. Right. Well, I mean, there was a little bit of cool in the gang, but everybody listened to cool in the gang. You right. Know I mean? so but I feel like that's kind of the wrapped into the disco. Yeah. 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 But that. But that's that is is my point though. That that's my point. The, through, not necessarily through any fault of yours. I'm not saying that. Yeah. Right. But what I, what I'm saying is that there's this other stuff out there. Yeah, and because it's not what we're used to. One of the three to, main options. Yeah, that's what I'm right. saying. It's always dangerous to go. This is stupid because I don't get it. Right. That's a dangerous way to approach gen- anything in yeah. general, and that's what I hear sometimes when it's like, ah, oh, this. You know, it's like, hold on. Like, there's I, a reason so many people love it. Like, right. Let's just not. Even if it's not your thing, take a little second to try to understand. Right. It before you do that because hip hop is speaking to a community right, right. that I mean that's it's almost like the Harlem Renaissance where you had a community artists. and a culture because it is really reflective of what's going on yes currently. these guys are news reporters like right. this is this is <laughs> with a beat right this is what the Harlem Renaissance was it it was it, it was a response to oppression and all this stuff and all this beautiful art came out of that and it's like whoa this is a window into this shit yeah. well that's what Nas Illmatic these are a window like into improv communities Kendrick Lamar is probably yes. the current Nas it's a window yeah. right if you listen you can say oh wow this is an experience I'm not familiar with right this shit is powerful if you take a second yeah. and that's what Springsteen was doing yep. that's what Bob Dylan was doing that's what a lot of these cats were the Beatles so I'm just but saying, but if you don't you, take the time to know man, it, you'll you miss can it. wall yourself off from yeah. a lot of stuff. Yeah, you can Donald Trump yourself. Oh yes, you can. What? So that's just there's my, just so many Trump jokes. 
my public service announcement. And then the other part, and I'll stop, is that the it's also ultra dangerous for Brian to do because he's working with people from different cultures. Like you're and, not just one of young. these people. Yeah, you're They're not just one coming. of these people going to an office with a bunch of other white people. Mm. Like you're working with a bunch of different well, demographics and ages and everything else. So you have to be even more sensitive to this stuff. Right. 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 Because you got comedians, you got two podcast hosts that are a different demographic than you. Right. So you have to be conscious of those things. Like if we're sitting here and we're doing a podcast and me and Sammy Joe, and then all of a sudden it's like five times an episode, like that's a thing. That's why we mock you about it. But you know I love you. No. And I understand it all comes from a healthy place to do this. Yeah. We as a synergy. When people ask, like, they're like, what type of music do you listen to? I say everything because I do listen to everything. Um, the only music that I don't listen to leisurely is uh, there's a band called Between the Buried and Me. And it's like super heavy and it's like screamo. And I gave it a chance in high school because that's what my boyfriend listened to. And I can appreciate that these artists are ridiculously skilled on musical instruments. Of course. It's just everything's a million miles an hour at the same time. So it's not my style. Yeah. But... In the same sense, I gave it a chance to be like, okay, I can hear why this is yeah. entertaining to you. I can I can <clears throat> appreciate the the athleticism involved in playing soccer. Right. I just can't watch it. It's a, right. It's right. That kind of right. Thing. Which is exactly. totally fair. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. is totally fair. But you just can't be like soccer's terrible because I don't like. No. It. Yeah. Of course not. No. But yeah, many people no. do. <laughs> so anytime you want to smoke up some meat, okay. and you have four or five <laughs> artists, and we just go through albums and listen. Yeah, I, I think want it's to come a great, through and listen. Yeah. And, well, we'll do that. Yeah. And let's talk yeah. about it. And that's what more people should do. Open yourselves up. So would you like to, to um, create a list with me? Because I'm going to create a list of different songs that he could use that are instrumental. Yeah. To... I kind of trust your list, but okay. I'll, I'll sit in on How it. How about I give you my <laughs> list and you supervise? Yeah, I, I, like I could just sit in because right. I know Sammy's going, you know. He just, he just decided like. to become my list manager. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right. I'll sit back and go. Mm-hmm. It's the fedora. That's what it is. I'm just going to rubber stamp them. Yeah. Having said all that now, yeah, can, yeah. can we all agree that country music is terrible? No. No. No, no, no. I really no. love country music, too. Like, I'm a big fan of country music. So, no. Half the audience is like, yeah. Right. <laughs> hey, right. we'll be right back. That was fun. Uh, Sammy, what were you going to say something else? I don't want to cut you off. I was just saying I love country music. Oh. So, I'm saying I literally listen to all country music. So, the other half that is like, oh, my God, why would he say that? I got your back. Cool. Okay. Y'all. We're going to be right back. <laughs> hey, Mom, and other people listening. I'm just assuming it's definitely my mom listening, but... You can help help us out and go to cltcomedyzone.com slash podcast and let us know who you are because we need a survey to know who's listening to us so we can make things more awesome for you as if they're not already awesome enough. So go to cltcomedyzone.com slash podcast and get that survey done. Less than five minutes. Come on. Come on. You know you want to. Some great shows coming up at the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North Carolina over the next several weeks. Dion Cole here this weekend uh, for 4th of July, Friday night, July 1st, through Sunday, July 3rd, a Sunday night show for Dion Cole. You know him from Blackish. You know him from Conan. 
You know him from Barbershop 3. You know him from Angie Tribeca. Uh, the great Dion Cole in town in Charlotte through July 3rd. Get your tickets early. These shows are likely to sell out. Uh, July 7th through the 9th, Julian McCullough, Vir Das is in town July 14th through the 16th. Dominique returns July 21st through the 23rd. Drew Lynch, July 20th through the 30th. Moving into August, Steve Byrne. James Davis, Gary Owen, Big J Okerson, and Sinbad rounding out uh, the summer into September. Some great shows at the Comedy Zone. Also, uh, Funny on the Fly returns, Fight Night, 180 Seconds, all kinds of great shows at the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North Carolina. For tickets, of course, you can go to cltcomedyzone.com. You can call the box office at 980-321-4702. Follow the Comedy Zone in Charlotte on social media at Comedy Zone CLT on the Twitter and the Instagrams. And on Facebook, just search for Comedy Zone CLT. Great shows coming up. Make it the funniest summer ever in Charlotte at the Comedy Zone at the Avid Exchange Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. Welcome back to the Comedy Zone podcast. We got a very special guest in the building today. Besides me. Besides Sammy. Right. Mr. Dion Cole is in here with us this morning. Hi. Dion Cole. How you all doing? It sounds so pathetic when there's really only one person clapping. <laughs> I need like a clap track. <laughs> so you, I signed everything going, man. Long. You had a clap track. We know I believe they were all in right. the closet. <laughs> like, true, but how nobody, people get I don't think people know how tiny this place is. Uh, yeah, it's tiny. We're, we're all touching each other right that's now. That's right. If you all knees. That. Yeah. I'm actually sitting on everybody's lap. I don't know how that's possible. Yes. But I so so how you so how's everything going, man? You busy, that's busy, great. busy. That's great, yeah. Busy, super busy. Yeah. It's been good though. I got to watch your Comedy Central special. Oh nice. Cold blooded seminar. Yes. Now, when you putting together an hour like that, mm-hmm. how long would you say it takes? To put, because that's a lot of work to have an hour. Yeah, it is. Like, like how long did that process take, and what did you kind of go through putting that together? Um, it took about six, six, seven months. Mm-hmm. The material I had, I already had the material together. I just had to organize it and you- know what I wanted to go out and what I want to keep. When you go through that process, do you collaborate with anybody? Nah. Well, I collaborate with with some people. Once we start editing, sure, you know, but um, when we're but before we even shoot, it's just me picking out which jokes I'm gonna use and which ones I'm not. But then when we shoot it, it's a whole nother process, especially for for um, primetime television because you have to cut the actual hour and then you have to cut a 50, which is for the premiere, and then you have to cut a 40, which is for like repeats. So, for all the commercials and yeah, stuff. so just imagine having a set of good material and you got to cut it to an hour, and then you're like, uh, trying to figure out what jokes to keep, and then you had to cut that 60 to 50, and you're like, ah, uh. then you had to cut that 50 to 40. <laughs> you're just like, oh my god, kill me now. Now, one thing I loved about it though was that you had Ben's chili bowl. 
in there. Yes. I went to Howard, uh, oh, undergrad in law school. So go. I know that's go. a landmark. Landmark. Like, if you if anybody listening, if you ever yeah. go to DC, you need to see the, the to Martin Luther in. King Memorial yeah. and Ben's Chili Ben's Bowl. Chili Those Bowl. two things Absolutely. you got. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So how did you how did what how did you come up with that? That idea of I don't want to give it away for people that haven't seen it, but yeah. how did you come up with that intro? I mean, I just wanted to show like that there's, you know, this is it's different levels to me and that yo this is this and this is that yeah and you know it's two worlds this is like and, you have to be so and, uh, like generic not to give it away you're like this yeah. is this no this it's is great that. yeah yeah because it's real creative yeah, like it's yeah, really yeah thank you i I'll appreciate that. it it's yeah real it's good and you know you can go online and see it too on, at uh, cc.com you can pull it up and also, How long is that it's one? on demand and, How long are and those? iTunes. Are those it's, the 50 a, minute? Yeah, that's an hour. Oh, they are. Hour okay. uncensored straight through. Okay. I also have a joke on there that I did about Prince before he died, and I just left it on there. But it's a lot of people have been tripping out on it. But <laughs> I mean, this is, but it's. I feel like that's something cool. like so many comedians preach is like if you're gonna take comedy seriously don't come to the show don't exactly, watch the material exactly because it's comedy for but no reason. one no one's like bugging yeah, on a right. bad way but it's an eerie right thing like, that Ooh. i said yeah it's like too soon thing. yeah i bet well i bet no it wasn't even that i just i had no idea prince was dying right so, but i my joke it starts off with hey let's take care of prince like we can't <laughs> let nothing happen to him Oh no! Yeah, it's crazy, right? <laughs> so, but I didn't know that that was gonna happen. So. Well, I don't think he did either. I know. I, I cried. I cried for like a day. Yeah, that's yeah, that, 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 that hit hurt. Yeah, man. so so it wasn't like I was like tripping on him or nothing. Like right. I just couldn't believe that right. that happened. You know, right? So, but, yeah. Yeah. Now, now, as a as a black comedian, because I go through this too, I feature mm-hmm. um, the different, you know. Yeah, I can relate spots. to this too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and as as a black comedian yourself, yeah. Sammy, you like, do you ever feel a pressure to to do certain kinds of material? Does it ever go in your mind? Okay, is this a bad look? You know what I mean? Like if right. you like like I thought about one joke you talk about uh, just the topic. I won't get a joke away, but you talk about your blackness mm-hmm. and times that you have to adjust, adjust that. It, adjust it. Are there any parts of you that ever go, okay? How does this is this dignified enough for? Or do you ever feel that pressure? Nah, nah, not at all. What I do hate though is I hate when other races look at black comedians and they go, they judge us on what we do, and they go, oh. He did a black comparison, and then they kind of mm. play you when it's kind of like, well, you don't live in my world, and that's what makes me and my people laugh, and that's good. What I'm supposed to do, I'm supposed to do your type of material, and then that's acceptable. Yeah. I don't see you going, oh, you're talking about white shit. Right. And therefore, oh, so that, you know what I mean? But they try to demean you sometime and go... You know, this is what you should be doing, and this is what makes you a respectable comedian when you do thought-provoking, when you do uh, observational, when you do this type of material. Not T-H-O-T, right? But if you do, like, a comparison joke, then they try to make fun of that, and like a black joke or a white joke, and they try to make fun of that and make you seem like you're less than... When it's kind of like, no. They call it low brow or low something. Low brow or yeah, it's easy or like something that. like that. When it's right. like, well, you ain't black. So, <laughs> right. Why do you even care anyway? But but they'll make but they'll make you feel like, yo, that's not an elite type of bit. And I don't agree with that. When but they, I think when it's silly to that. compare jokes like that. You know what I mean? But they do. But because they, if it makes someone laugh, 
It works. But this Shut is up. the thing, though. Is we don't go. Black people don't sit and watch white comics and be like, ah, he's doing this, that, and the right. third, and he's doing right. sarcastic humor. Right. That's all you fucking do is sarcastic humor, right. and like, don't <laughs> right. you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. we don't shit on you for that, right? Right. But they'll shit on us and tell us. That that ain't the type of material you should do. Because they're and Trump I, supporters. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just I don't know that that shit. That's that's the shit that that kind of makes me like that I get a little it. angry about that. Yeah, like, it's like know. they set the standard. And they then, set the standard. They wrote then, the book. They on wrote it. the book exactly, I and exactly I don't I don't like that. And don't get me wrong, I don't think your whole set should be that. Right. But I think that you should have a little bit of everything, like like an album. I think an album should have a love song. Should have a song to get you. F- charged up it should be a song about just your life and i mean it should have these different songs i think your set should be the same way but don't tell me that i shouldn't do that or if you hear one or two of those jokes then you judge me and and go okay you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. i I, like i can't stand for that to happen because who are you to do the, the the comedy rules you know conan you know you know me being with conan Conan is the most ridiculous motherfucker alive. <laughs> and I can see that. yo, ridiculous and a buffoon. But my thing is he gets laughs. Right. right. So who's to tell him? And to be honest with you, he does that, but he graduated from Harvard. He right. knows he's three smart. three languages. He plays what? three different instruments. He draws. He's an artist and he's a historian. So how dare you, you don't shit on him or how right. how quirky he is. Conan's free to do what he wants. Because Conan taught me it's about the laugh. Right. Right. <laughs> At Which the end of the day, be. it's yeah. the laugh. It's you getting people to laugh. Yeah. Here's you the know. tripped out thing about it, though. This happens within the black community. And I, I bring this up. There's a debate, a long going debate with Tyler Perry. Where mm-hmm. some black people are like, "Oh, this is cool and this is this," yeah. and other black folks are like, "Nah, like it's funny, like it's, it's funny. his experience. Yeah, like, yeah. let that man do what he wants to do to make right. people laugh." Yeah, yeah. So it it happens. It's weird. It's a weird pressure that people try to put on yeah, you. Yeah, and it's yeah, and it's kind of like at the end of the day, if someone laughs, that's the goal. So I mean, people <laughs> right. forget that it's the goal, and they get off into how you did it when it's like nah it shouldn't even be that yeah it's a, did cool. you laugh yeah you won right right yeah yeah people look to artists for too much like the comedians are here to entertain give their perspective and have people laugh and have but people look to comedians like they should be cornell west all the time or something like don't yeah. look to people for like give a speech if right. like go to a speech read a book if right. you want to but if I don't hear be motivated yeah but right. I don't hear too many black comedians doing that though to be honest with you I hear white comics doing that they'll judge you on what you say and do and they'll make you feel like yo like I hear that I I've performed You're with in a different the, world now I'm too. in a different world and I still hear it you know what wow. I mean like wow. I still hear it. So it's like, you know, I just want everybody to respect everybody for what they do. It's enough out here for everybody. You got to understand, it's no salary cap on comics. As long as you have a perspective, you're in the game. Right. It's that simple. Yeah. Right. It's just like news. You can watch news on several different stations. You're all talking about the same story, mm-hmm. but it's how you deliver that. Yeah. Same wheel, different realm. Right. I have a question. Do you ever come up with jokes that you think to yourself, like, mm, that might be pushing it too far? 
Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Hell yeah. I feel and, like that would be my issue. Yeah, and I and I keep it. Yeah. <laughs> I go, this is this is too far. <laughs> I can't wait to do this. <laughs> did you go through that with the joke? Because one of the jokes you did that is hilarious is the one about the threesome, and it got so confusing. Oh, uh, yeah. Did you ever go, man, that's a lot. I mean, yeah, but at the same token, it's it's something that people probably went through. You know what I'm saying? And or, or doing, yeah, it can get confusing, but it's still, you know, it's it's kind, it's perspective. That's right. what it is, you know. So yeah, I mean, you always you always doubt your material until you do it, mm-hmm. and then when you do it, you go, ah, oh, okay, cool, you know, it worked. Now you now you from the south side of Chicago. Yeah. Do you is there are there ever times where you look back and go, I mean, being from there, the the statistics say you're not supposed to be absolutely where you are today. Are there any times where you just sit in amazement, like I can't believe this ride I've been yeah, on? Yeah, absolutely. I always sit back every morning. I wake up and be like, man, this is crazy, or whatever I do, it's like, man, this is crazy. My my special coming out and, and people all over making memes and repeating <laughs> stuff and just man and and seeing that it's in in a way it looks like from the way it feels and and the feedback that I've been getting it it's it can tap into like you know culture our culture right now the way people been quoting stuff on it and that blows my mind you know what I'm saying and and yeah. I, I live in the moment, you know, I think about the future, but I I, I purposely live in, in the moment, you know, because really a, smart. a lot of people don't do that. They they judge their lives now off of their past and they live the way they live now because of their past and their past dictates how they are now. Then you got other people who are so concerned with the future that they're not thinking about now and it's it's the now that matters that matters Mm -hmm. you know that like right now this moment right now matters because we're all touching yes and it's good yes now how how are you enjoying working with blackish that's that number one the show's great your character on there is hilarious thank you it's a good look man like i I was watching it like yeah he's (laughs) that's a hell of a role like that's and you got to work with amber rose i mean i mean come on (laughs) (laughs) that was the only part they're like we're not gonna pay you but you get to work with amber rose i was like bet shake hands on it let's do it (laughs) like i watched that episode with my wife and she was like you can pick your mouth up off the floor (laughs) (laughs) she's like let me get that yeah Uh, Amber, shout out to Amber Rose. So, gorgeous. So, so have you had have you had fun working on that show? And like, how did yeah, you land that? Absolutely. How did that? Uh, well, everybody know that I wrote for Conan, and mm-hmm. I still do bits with Conan. Like, I do freelance stuff over there. Not even like write for him, but I'll be a part of a bit now and go with Conan. I, like, I was just on the show last week or whatever. So, I, I still work with Conan. But when I was transitioning from Conan. So, somebody was looking for this agent I know named Tamara said that Kenya Barris was looking for a writer on Blackish. And I, was, I had another show at the time called Angie Tribeca on mm. TBS mm-hmm. with Rashida Jones and Steve Carell. And so I was waiting to film that. And until we filmed that, I was like, I'll go over to Blackish and write until it's time for me to film that. And the guy that I was supposed to play Charlie didn't show up. So, so there Kenya you were. Asked me to, because I, I, me and him knew, I knew how to write the character. 
Yeah. And I told him, I think the character should be this way. So me and him was the only people that knew how the character was going to be. And so that's when he asked me to play the character. And Right time and just, right place. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, it just kept going after that. Yeah, 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 it was crazy. So It's crazy how so many things, like, it's just the bounce of the ball. Like, it, you're in the right place at the right time and something happens. Anything I've ever auditioned for, I never got anything. <laughs> I never got anything I ever auditioned for because... Why do you think that is? Are you terrible because, at auditions? You know what I think it is? I just think that it's... Uh, uh, I think that everyone's looking for a type. Yeah. yeah. And I don't mm. think that that's what I am. Right. You know, I think you get to know me and you see me audition and you see how original I am and how different I am. And right. then you try to capitalize on that, but they're all looking for that same guy that's going to be in the movie or in the TV show, and he's going to do the same thing over and over again, and that's just what they look for because that's what they wrote. Yeah. And so, no, I don't get that. I'm I'm not that type. Can you right. describe what that is? What is that same thing? That well, type? you know, it's that, it's that, like in a lot of movies, it's the... Um, like mainstream? Yeah, it's just like that one black guy that comes... It's. They're on a camping trip in a horror movie. Slick talking. One black guy, yeah, he, you know. Or, or I mean, it, 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 I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to, like, stereotype nothing like that neither, but I'm just saying that there's this dialogue that they have and they look for a certain black guy or, or not even black guy. They look for a certain dude to be in any movie, but they write him to be either confused or scared or tough or soft or nerdy and and then i seen before i catch that out there that's what steve carell did with mm-hmm. Andy tribeca and yeah i mean those we, we we got good chemistry do you think it helps you to be on the writing side i feel like creatively that probably opens your world up so much more well, to I, any character you could potentially well i be. love writing yeah and anything that i attach myself to i make sure that I try to like write a little bit extra with it. Not to say that these writers that I do deal with, they are phenomenal. Like Angie Tribeca, that's, you got to be a write your ass off on Angie Tribeca to put all that funny in, in one show. Aren't they in their second season? Are and they then, second? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. We're doing our second season now. Yeah. And then Tribe, and then Blackish is, that's just a, a room full of showrunners. Oh, yeah. Those ain't even writers. They just, right. they, each one of those persons can go run their own show. So the writing on there is impeccable. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just try to add a little flavor to it. But, yeah, it's just great. And then Conan, I mean, wrote for The Simpsons and Saturday Night Live. I mean, legendary. So, yeah. you know, to be in a company, all these people, and, and them to still trust me with their work it's it's amazing so what what advice would you give to somebody that's pursuing comedy because this thing can be difficult man i mean i just somebody that's that's got that dream like yourself went out to la and made it happen right and i wish we had time to get into your conversation with dominique because i've heard you talk about because i love dominique like i've worked with her before yeah yeah like changed my life yeah that one right because you well we We'll take two seconds. <laughs> you, you, you were out there, right? And you yeah. weren't having maybe the success you thought you should. Right. And then, well, you can talk about it. I mean. Yeah, I mean, I just, it wasn't even really the success that I thought I would. I just was out there. and Well, actually, yeah, in a sense, I went out there for one thing and I didn't get it. So I just was out there. and Was it I, an audition? 
Yeah, it was audition. <laughs> I didn't get it, <laughs> and I just didn't like L.A. I didn't like nothing about it after that. And I just it was just phony. And I just always was talking about how Chicago is just real because that's where I'm from. And we don't do this in Chicago, and L.A.'s whack. And I hate L.A. and all this is corny. And one day, comedian Dominique just came up to me at the uh, comedy store one night, and she was like, well, "Why don't you go home?" Mm. And I was like. What? She was like, go home. She was like, if you don't want to be in L.A., go home. She was like, I'm tired of you always talking about how L.A. ain't shit. Um, either do what the fuck you're supposed to do and, or go home. She was like, Hollywood been this way before you was born. It's going to be this way when you go. So mm. you got to do what you got to do or just go home. And I don't know why that resonated with me. And I just couldn't sleep that night and I, I changed my thought pattern and right after that I got Conan. Wow. Wow. Like right after that and then everything else happened. Wow. Like right after that. Wow. Yeah, so. That's crazy how so, things like so, that work So out. stick with it and have yeah. a positive mindset. Yeah, you philosophy. just, yeah, you just gotta, you gotta be, you know, you gotta, it's, it's, it's more than just being funny nowadays. A lot of people be like, I'm a comedian. They go on stage. They tell their jokes. They do their delivery. And then they leave. They get their laughs and they leave. Mm. And then they wonder why nothing else happens. It's basically, well, what else are you bringing to the table? What, if, what, are you, what are you doing that I haven't seen before? I want you to understand that I have laughed before. <laughs> and that's what you did. So what else? It ain't like I never laughed before. And you know what I mean? You, <laughs> but you make me laugh. You do. But what else do you do? Do you make me think? Have I, have I seen you before? Have I seen somebody similar to you before? Do you have a different perspective? Like, if your perspective's different, then it makes me pay attention to you more. But if you're just making me laugh, then you did it. Congrats. Now what? Well, that's you know what I, I wish we had a lot that's more a good time note to, to talk end to. End that's that's a real. <laughs> if we're gonna end it, that's a good note to end on. Dion, thanks so much for coming. You're at the man. Charlotte Comedy yeah. Zone this week. Charlotte Comedy Zone. Thursday, yes. Friday, Saturday. One show Thursday, two Friday, two Saturday, one Sunday. You yeah, are doing a Sunday show. Out. Yeah, I'm doing right. a Sunday show. We're doing it, and I'm those are usually here. pretty popular. Yeah, well, come on, I want come see this man. Come see this man. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna have a good time. Laugh love learn yeah that's what we gonna do and touch one another yes and we're gonna touch one another and i'm gonna be working on material too for my new hour even though my new hour special just dropped in china this is another yeah working on a new hour special well i'm working on a new hour to record another special soon so yeah well much continued success man we appreciate you you coming through man we'll be right back Welcome back. Comedy Zone Podcast. I feel like I should be in a lounge. I know. It's lounge. It's a sexy, like. Snow Allegra. Check her out. Her album, uh, it is Don't not Explain. It's not an allergy medicine. No, it's not. Yeah, it's not allergy, uh, allergy medicine. She's a dope new artist. I think she's uh, she might be out of Sweden. Um, and where did you hear her? 
on an Apple commercial. Like she's from Sweden. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I think that's so crazy when people have thick accents, but when they sing, you you can't tell. Yeah, but she's dope though. Like both her albums are really good. So, it, it, but like you is said, that it's got a Janae Aiko. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Little Janae Aiko, little Amy yeah, yeah. Winehouse. Yeah, yeah. I She's can kind that. of a gumbo kind of kind of artist. So, segment three, I just ate all the uh, meat, the pulled <laughs> pork. I ate it all. It was cold and I ate it. Right. So that tells you about the he quality. he passed out for 10 minutes. <laughs> straight food coma. And the whole time he was talking about the barbecued meat. Like yeah. Like the pork pie. I was talking in my sleep. Right. Yeah. I mean, I got the drool, though, before it hit your shirt, so you're welcome. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah. I'm so, here for you. So, so kudos, Brian. You, uh, oh, thanks. You the meat man. All right. So, so how, That's how much- That's your new Twitter handle. <laughs> at so, meat man. At meat man 72. So that thing, that smoker looked huge. Like, you got yeah. big hunks of meat you can lay on there. Yeah. Is that the one you refinished? Yes, it is. Oh. Yeah. Okay. From it, John. Yes. Uh, I, I, it's uh, 700 cubic inches. Of um, space, damn to cook with. So, so is I that like two, a closet? I don't know. I feel like it's it, a meat closet. I feel like that can't be the size of it. I mean, that's what I looked up, but I feel like that in New York, seem, those are the size of the closet. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it, that's fifteen hundred a month, in New right? York. Um, and it's it's uh, it was two uh, close to nine pound butts in there at one time. And I just rotated them halfway through. And That's your them. size, right? You got a nine-pound butt. I got yeah, a nine we need to talk butt. about that a little bit. Should we mention that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so on his way out, Dion. Mm-hmm. Right. What Dion said. Dion said that he... He, he asked. Yeah, he, he asked, asked. Yeah. Yeah, he asked uh, Sammy if a lot of... What did he say? A lot of dudes try to holler at him? No, he said, no. Do, do a lot of black guys try to talk to you? And I said, I, I guess. Yeah. I guess. Why? And he goes, because you got an ass. <laughs> I was like, that is true, sir. Well, and that was funny because you weren't sure how, how to answer it. Will and I were like, yes, yes, they do. Yeah. Right. Yeah, <laughs> they, they All do. the time. They do. But yeah. I swear they to God, do. I'm I'm really oblivious. Like, a guy could check me out blatantly, and I'd be like, my friend will say, did you just see him check you out? I'm like, no. And I'm legit serious. Like, I, you I'm don't just, even notice. No, I don't, I don't. And I think it's a good thing because I think if I was single, I would notice. Mm-hmm. But I'm not looking, you know. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's very comforting to your significant other. Well, that you don't notice. That's right, good. right. <laughs> that's, that's I mean, I. Good. but then you have people who are blatantly obvious. Like, I think I told you about the couple. I've had several couples. That stopped you? No, at my bar. That'll be like, you have a great ass. Yeah. Like, And that's so awkward. Like, don't. I don't want to be in your swinger situation. <laughs> right. Okay? Yes, it's mine. And if you look at it. Great, I can't stop you, but please don't mention it to me. Do you ever wish you had an ass button that you could push and it would flatten so you could no. get through a crowd and then back, put it back? No, but I do run into shit a lot with it. Like, I hit liquor <laughs> bottles all the time. <laughs> like, I'm trying to squeeze by, and the rest of me is skinny. So I'm like, yeah. I got this. I'm like, oh, shit, my bad. <laughs> see, and that's what's different about Sammy. Like, because sometimes you'll see women that they have a big behind, but they big. Right, the yeah, belly, yeah, yeah. the belly's right. big too. The belly right. bigger than the ass. The the top but is Sam, big too. Like my buddy used to say, he said, "Yeah, she got a donk, but what about that gut though? <laughs> <laughs> what about that gut though?" So I've got one half of that. But equation. Sammy's like small, and yeah. you know she has a booty. Has a booty. So little... and I honestly I don't think I get enough credit on my booty, but maybe because I'm you know maybe because you're a dude too. and so is Dion. Dion's not gonna be like man you've got a nice yeah. ass yeah. like yeah I mean, that would be so weird well, yeah how would that come like Dion? so do do brothers talk to you too do they 
right. come up and maybe you should have turned around and like stuck it out and been like what about mine yeah <laughs> I, I told you and it's been that way for me since i was a kid like i used to get made fun of for the size of my ass really like oh yeah like i'd be standing at my locker and dudes in my high school would walk up and be like, hey, what's up, girl? How you feeling? <laughs> and I'd be like, yo, I'd turn around. They'd be like, oh, it's Will. Oh! And I'm like, y'all do this shit every morning. Right. Like, it's, like not... it's fucking old. Damn. Like, and then one person said. And then he you... would go and do squats. He's like, I want to keep this ass. And one person said, if you pop my ass, like snacks would fly out. <laughs> wow. They used to Wait, say me. Can, can we get you to do the Kim Kardashian champagne shoot? Damn. <laughs> I mean, that, that's the that's the thing. I got my mom's hips and ass. It's just what it is. It's what it is. Like I got. But I think guys with the booty is cute. It, it, like I always say, Daniel has a cute ass, and he's like, but I don't have an ass." I'm like, "But it's so cute and little." Yo, my wife touches my my wife touches my ass so much that when I walk by her, I stick my hand out to block it because I know she's gonna try to touch my ass. My wife does that all the time. She's like, "It's just so cute. I love it." And I'm like, "Yo, you should like, embrace it." I'm not a piece of meat. Well, you well, you can't offer another piece of meat because you fucking ate it all. I ate all meat. So you deserve to have your ass fondled. That's yeah. That's always been that's always been a thing with me. Though I used to be real self conscious about it, like because I was like, I got this ass sticking out, and then you would do things like I'd play basketball and I'd hit a shot. You know how sometimes somebody smack you on that's like, yo, good shot, and they'd be like, good shot. Oh, they'd be like, why your shit so soft? That's awesome. You're like, I'm oh, not playing basketball anymore. I, I grew into it, though. I'm cool with it. Now, I laugh at it now. Right. But, man, I used to get tormented over my ass. That's so funny. Even my grandma one time, right? My grandma looks you know at me and goes, You know it's bad when you're family. Oh. My grandma looks at me and goes, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> I said, what? She said, you better not ever go to prison. <laughs> oh, I said, why? No. She said, Cause grandma. They, she said, they, could, they would tear you up. <laughs> she said, that butt is too big. That's grandma keeping it real though. That was her version of scare straight. I got straight right. straight on a roll after that. Right. That, that, that yeah. took me all through college and law school. That uh, Dominique Any potential. Tough Love. That's, yeah, that's, I know. That Dominique yeah. Tough Love. <laughs> yeah, these black grandmothers, grandmothers generally yeah. say shit. Yeah. Like they don't. And because they can get away with it because, like, oh, they're older, they don't have a filter. But no, you fucking know what you're yeah, saying. Yeah. Yes, yes, this yes. This is calculated. They say what they want to say. It's calculated for they're sure. They're like, oh, I'm old. What you going to do? Right. You're not going to disrespect your grandma. You're you right, ain't. I'm not. Because you can't say nothing back because you're like, damn, what if she dies after I say right. shit and then right. I live with that forever? Right. So you always And then mute I'll go to yourself. prison and I'll realize she was right all along. She was right. So I, you can't disrespect her, so they just say whatever they want. They just say whatever they That's want, no man. Good. That's, you but you know that. But you know you're going to do the same thing when you get old. I'm going to try not to. No, I'm you are. I'm going to not to. I, I don't want to yeah, be that old dude to just yes, say whatever. Are. You People walk be in like, the cookout. oh, here comes Grandpa. Mom. Oh, my God. Oh, here we go. I remember I showed my grandma a picture of me and my girlfriend at the time in college. We was in one of these kissing booths in the mall. And I, I think we would, I gave her a kiss on the cheek in the little booth picture thing. Yeah. And I showed my grandma because she had never seen my girlfriend. Right. So I showed my grandma. I said, Grandma, here's me and uh, such and such. And she started laughing. She was like, I said, Grandma, what's so funny? She said, <laughs> that looked like another man. Oh, damn. I've been with this girl for two years. Uh. Yo, this ain't going to work anymore. Sorry, I got to break it off. Yo, my grandma, I tell my- How I, much did that fuck your relationship, though? 
not not really because honestly because I, I know i feel like that would stick with you it did stick with me but right. more my relationship with my grandma i said <laughs> oh my grandma's kick you when you down that's my girl like she loves you but my right. grandma will put a boot in your ass like, right that's tough love she will pop the bubble yeah then like the next time you kissed her and you're thinking like damn wait a minute my grandma said she looked <laughs> like a man <laughs> Yeah, it's just what it is, man. It's just you know, old older people, man. They say what the hell ever, man. So uh, Daniel's uh, mom, I guess, is having a barbecue on Sunday, which is July third. Third, right? That's this. Oh my god, July fourth is almost here. Anywho, um, and so I don't know if his grandmother's going to be there, but Daniel comes from a large family. He's the baby. Mm. So like his grandmother is very old, like over a hundred. I think she's wow. like one or something, and she's you know. Still there, but she's not always there. Okay. You know? And um, both of his brothers are married to white women named Crystal. Okay? What? Stay with me here. Or one of them is engaged to Crystal. A hell of the a coincidence. One, right. And the one is married. Statistically, that was bound to happen. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Totally. Because how many Crystals are there in Hickory? Anyways. um, So, every time I'm there, she's like, she introduces herself to me, and I go, hey, no, you've met me before. I'm Sammy. And then later, she'll call me Crystal. I'm like, not all of us white women look alike. Because <laughs> one of them's blonde. One of them has like, uh, like dark hair, like black hair, but she changes it because she's a hairdresser. And then mine's red. So it's like every, like we look very different. But again, statistically, if she just throws out the name Crystal, she has a 66% chance of that's, getting it right. That's true. It's true. She's playing the odds. Right. Except yeah. for the fact that I don't have a kid and I'm not in the family yet. Yeah, but even still. That's okay. it. That's that's, I think it's a smart play on her part. Uh-huh. Yeah, grandmothers will mix up the name of your girlfriend quick, too. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think she's met any of other Daniel's other girlfriends well even if it's mixing oh, you she... up with other oh you know, yeah, the yeah brothers yeah. they'll yeah. just flop them like yeah. they, they like how is um 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 what's wait for name? you to fill in the crystal point. doing yeah <laughs> like that's sammy yeah yeah uh, okay. i don't know you'll have to ask my brother who's married to her okay <laughs> but you know he's not he's always he's very yes ma'am no ma'am yeah. like he's very respectful of his family yo when i've started dating my wife my grandma used to do that and i'm like she'd be like well, how is um uh, I said, well, first of all, we need to rehearse this. Right. Because I can't I bring, have this snapping. Right. You can't right. be doing that. Right. Tell me how is Vivica. <laughs> How's Amber Rose? You going to mess up my whole weekend. Right. I got to argue. Who? Well, who is Vivica? Well, damn, everybody's met your family, huh? Right. Damn, I guess you don't. Blah, right. blah. I don't need that in my life. Right. So we need to go over this name. Grandma, you are going to have me in prison if you don't rehearse this. <laughs> right, right. So either don't say nothing or get this right. Right. Yeah. If you gotta write it on your hand, <laughs> you, you write it on you your hand. You hold your damn hand up and go, How how's, yeah. How's Will? <laughs> <laughs> He's doing great. <laughs> yeah, don't make that mistake around her. Right. My my uh grandmother used to throw the dog's name into the list sometimes when she'd get confused. <laughs> Are you for real? Oh yeah, yeah. Good lord! But everything's got to be kind of hazy. To my name. Yeah. But in fairness <laughs> to the grandmas, at that point they got a bunch of kids, grandkids. Right. Yeah. You, you could mix. Yeah, it's a lot of names to right. deal with. Right, right. Mm. Thing number one, thing number two. <laughs> the tall one. The the but, uh, you know you know yeah. what I'm talking my, about. My stepdad has now <laughs> instead of calling my dogs by their names, I have um a black one, a cream one, and a brown one. So I was like, well, the brown one was over here. I'm like, his name is Benjamin, and then the black one, I was like, that's Elvis. Oh, and then the white one did this. I'm like, 
I know you know their names. Like I know, and my mom, it drives my mom crazy. She's like, Claude, you know their names. Use their names. Quit calling them by their colors. Stop it. See, that's and that's because grandmothers do that, yeah, right. And grandfathers don't do that because they just don't say shit. Yeah, they don't talk. Grandfathers just sit there and right. drink and don't say nothing. Right, just watching the ball game. Yeah, just watching the ball game. Like they they kermit it with their team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they used to being quiet. They married, so they know to shut the hell up. Yeah, that's, they've that's, learned by then. Yeah, that's how it goes. So, what's everybody got up for the weekend? What's going on with y'all? What, what we got going? Oh, I'm gonna see Dion. Oh yeah, yeah. We got to figure out what show because uh, I'll come. Yeah. Show you coming too. Yeah. All right. We'll hook that up. I'm down with that. Would you? Would your wifey come, or is it just a uh, yeah? I think she date? would. I want to see if she wants to come. Okay. Well, let me know. Yeah. Because we'll if she it doesn't, out. then I'll just I'll I won't just have roll. Daniel. Yeah, we'll figure it out. I'll leave him with the brown, the white, and the black dogs. <laughs> That's good. And then you, Are Clark? you coming? Uh, I'm not sure yet. Okay. Uh, I have a whole bunch of I mean, of if you've got a weekend full of smoky meats to bring us for the next podcast, we're okay with we that. We understand. We understand. <laughs> we're totally okay with that. This is now our new requirement. <laughs> this is it. Now every week I have to have new Will is on uh, music that's outside of my comfort zone and smoked meat. You can yes. freeze mine. that. And just yeah, um, we have actually two pretty good sized uh, bags in our freezer right then now. Then why did we only get Ziploc tiny sandwich bags? This is what was we want. Like, did you just come on the microphone? What is going on over there? <laughs> I just was right, biting the meat again, but I didn't have okay. none. Okay, all right. Well, I'm I gotta watch mine now because he's out. <laughs> he's gonna so mine's gonna go way. missing. Oh, so good. We will in the next uh, before the end of July. We'll have a we'll have a comedy zone. Barbecue. So you say you're doing stuff this weekend. What are you doing? Um, oh, we yeah. have a lot of work t- to do on uh, some side projects we have uh, working. Um, a lot of things. We're actually, my wife and I are launching a new website. Uh, really? Next week. What's it yeah. called? Um, or you don't want to? Well, I can't say yet. Okay. Maybe next week we'll talk about it. But, so um, mysterious. I know, right? It's a porn. Porn site. Yep. Moneyshots.com. Um, <laughs> Um, or the cats out of the bag.com. <laughs> right. And uh, I have a book coming out in July that uh, I really need to finish. Uh, at the also end of July. Can you give any details? or just uh, That book that? is uh, it's, uh, called The Podcast Pep Talk. Mm. And it's about how and uh, why everybody should have a podcast. Ooh. Yeah. That's different. Yeah. Yeah. I so, like that. Uh, that's coming out uh, at the end of July because I'm taking part in a thing called the Infopreneur Summit. Um, which um, but that you, is I know, such a terrible it's title. It's the whitest name in the history of info. It is rather it is rather yeah. corny. Yeah, right. But um, I'm the I'm the I'm the podcast expert, quote unquote podcast nice. expert for the Infopreneur Summit, which is taking place online. Um, it's Are you a sure it's taking place online? That, okay. Yeah. Are yeah. you sure it's not it's called a, the the bow ties and boat shoes? <laughs> bow ties and boat shoes. <laughs> I just feel um, like. I know, I know, I know. I I didn't name it. I know you didn't name it. But uh, that's coming up at the end of July. But I do like the name of the book. But thanks. A podcast pep talk. I think it's cute. Yeah, it is good. So, are you laughing at me? We have a lot of loose ends coming together this weekend, so uh, I'm not sure how much time I'm going to get. I can't even with that. I'm just going to let it go. What loose ends? What's wrong with that? Well, you said both. (laughs) Bow ties and boat shoes. (laughs) Where did that come from? Because those are like like I picture preppy white guys in bow ties and boat shoes. Like Sperry's and bow ties and maybe some suspenders, so you but suspenders get your didn't. Wardrobe together, right. Bro. That's right. I gotta, right. I'm gonna, have I'm gonna to buy you a bow tie. Will you come with me to Old Navy? Yes. Okay. I think it's more <laughs> of uh, J Crew, but you know. I can't afford J Crew. All right. Well, Old Navy it is then. Well, well, this weekend I have my 
in-laws, uh, it's their family reunion. My wife's uh, father's family Now, see, family here's reunion. the difference, though. Because mm-hmm. when people say in-laws, they're normally like, oh, but I know you love I your love in-laws. I love my in-laws. That bro. was part of love them. what uh, sealed the deal. Yes. That yeah. was a big selling point. So what are they doing? They're doing a barbecue? They, or? They're having, I'm not sure. I think they're having something at one of these parks, some big cookout kind of thing so why don't you ask brian to smoke some meat for you and just bring that and be like yeah i made this just take them hunks out the freezer and donate it to my family <laughs> <laughs> that's fun though but yeah and we and we're going out to dinner uh tomorrow night we're all, me my wife and my, my where are they father from and mom they're aiken south carolina oh that's right that's okay. where they live so Not they're gonna far. come up and there's this actually this cuban restaurant near where we live that oh. they really like oh that's a perfect outfit yeah i have my cigar and everything ready <laughs> to go so, so you, now you we don't have to change your clothes that's but we're gonna do this thing okay <laughs> we're gonna do this thing now where the, the waiter brings out the check and my father right i call him my father my father-in-law sure he always takes the check right right but when you visit us I should pay. I should pay. Right. So what I so do you're gonna now, try and grab it? I, as soon as I walk in, I go, hey, when you bring the check out. Use this card. Give it to me. Yeah, use this card. Use I always this. get my card. Ooh, that's better. Because okay, that cause totally I trumps. Say, give it to me. Yeah. Use this card. Yeah, and I, I always hand them the card. Okay. And then there's no, they don't even bring a bill. It's yeah. all covered. You just hand uh, it If your, you go, I'll take the check, then he brings it, yeah. and he's like, wait. Yeah. Did you pay? It's already yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. Oh, just I like breeze that. over it like a tab. You have okay. a tab for your table. So yeah. just give them the card. Just kind of yep. pull them to the side. Like, hey man, right? Here's you know, right? Put it on here. Normally, like I'm, I'm sneaky about it. Like I'll go to the bathroom and be like, I'll find my waiter and be like, hey, I want to pay with this card. I know somebody else at the table is gonna try and pay, but use this card. And then I go to the bathroom, come back, and everybody thinks I just went to go to the bathroom. What if it got declined and they come back like, hey, can I talk to you about the bathroom? <laughs> right. <laughs> then you're like, you know, I was just kidding. Let him pay. Let him pay. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be awkward but uh, at least it, it's not announced to the table then you still true. say face he, he still put it. right hey uh buddy you got another card actually you know that would be like the perfect dine and dash scenario though what was that you hand him a card that you know is going to get declined or a stolen Ooh. one and then you finish your meal and just walk out and just walk out huh hmm Let's. I don't agree with this dine and dash because I'm in the service industry. I don't so believe in dine and dash do. either. God, but Brian. If you do, I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm let's not, not endorsing. Give any ideas. We do not endorse that. That, but don't you f-ing come to my restaurant and do that because I will punch <laughs> I <would>. you. <sighs> and next week, Brian will have other ways. To <laughs> yeah. If you want to shoplift from, it'll a be part of Brian's Brian's corner. <laughs> Brian's quarter. Yeah, so okay, so we'll talk about it. <laughs> Brian's about to have a whole corner where he just right. he just does his thing. We we this is gonna be interesting. But I think that's it, right? Yeah. We covered everything. Got Shouts out to Dion Cole for hanging with Come us. Come seeing this weekend at the Charlotte Comedy Zone. Shouts out to Sammy Joe for just being one of the best in the business. Right She's back at just, you, Mr. Cuban. I appreciate you. And bow ties and bow shoes, Brian. <laughs> we, <laughs> I thought he was Meat Man seventy two. Meat Man seventy two. <laughs> A.K.A. Oh bow ties and boat shoes. <laughs> it's not um, going well. Thank you, Brian. You're always Absolutely. fantastic. You guys as well. That we'll meat was amazing. The Comedy Zone podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the Abbott Exchange Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone podcast are Brian Hepburn and Brian Bumpashevitz. Talent Wrangler is Mike Hall. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever. 